Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Pat Gray. I mean, some people call me the Space Cowboy. Some call me the Gangster of Love. You know, some people, they call me Maurice. I'm going to call you on that one. Who calls you Maurice? Some people. Some people. I've never, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been around you quite a bit. I've not yeah. heard that. You're, I'm not gonna, a, you're not around me all the time. I'm going to start calling him Maurice. <laughs> Maurice Unleashed. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Thursday, right? Another day. And another about 33 cents after tax. So that's great. Uh, it used to be a dollar, but now, you know, this is America. So oh, I see. They take about 70% I see where you of your earnings. Went there. Yeah, see what it did? Uh-huh. Um, this story posted yesterday, America's mask manufacturers are taking it on the chin. Oh, no. Oh, no. A U.S. judge is ruling this week that the Biden administration's mask mandate for public transportation was unlawful, dealt another blow to an industry that built dozens of small U.S. mask uh, factories during the darkest days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Just a year ago, 26 of these upstart producers signed a letter to the administration urging a crackdown on an influx of low-priced Chinese masks Hmm. that was undermining their new operations, all of which were opened in response to a health crisis that highlighted U.S. dependence on foreign producers of all types of medical safety gear. Today, just nine of the letter signers still produce masks. Hmm. The government never really supported mask manufacturing in the U.S., according to Lloyd Armbrust, chief executive of Armbrust American, a mask maker in Pflugerville, Texas. The lifting of the mandate will only hasten the decline of the new industry. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? That's what they're kind of asking the the administration. Now, what are we going to do? Well, I don't know. What did you do before this? Mm -hmm. Did you think the pandemic was going to last forever? Did you think that mask wearing was going to go on through infinity? Come on. I mean, you're just stupid if that's what you thought. You know, if you've built your industry around <clears throat> mandates and trusting the government and right. and, and depending on, on government hand, heavy-handedness, mm-hmm. that's a bad business plan. Very. Very. During the record surge of cases from the fast-spreading Omicron variant that started late last year, peaked in January, Armbrust did up to a half million dollars in sales a day. Well, you should have saved some of that money. Yeah, poor planning, right? But now they can... Now we're like 5% of that. Oh, no. See, bad planning. Half a million a day. Okay. And they're crying poor mouth now? Did you not sock that away in the bank? What are you doing? You spend a half million dollars a day? <laughs> if you're doing that five days a week, uh-huh. that's two and a half million dollars a week. And if you did that for several months, mm-hmm. what the heck are you crying about? How is this even a story? I don't know. This is... This Asinine. Is, this is... Let, let's get people to feel sorry for these people and maybe they'll want the mask mandates back. That's what the writer yeah. is thinking. Except, um, no. Yeah, now that we don't have masks on, you can see the looks on our face and we don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. Okay? We don't care what, what's mm-hmm. going on with you. Figure it out. I mean, I'm glad that you made a half million a day. Yeah. That was a good business plan. You should have saved your freaking money and knew that... This pandemic was about to end. Yeah. Everybody knew it. What a dumb business model. Hi, and then so you what are you doing? Just running out and buying 
islands? Are you? Is that mm-hmm. what you're doing? You're buying tropical islands all over the world? Well, we're making half a million dollars a day, <laughs> and that's never going to stop. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to buy me some uh, tropical islands. I've always wanted it's, a tropical island, too. It's the Johnny Depp uh, <laughs> theory of spending money. Okay. You know, that guy went through $650 million. We'll talk about that later when uh-huh. you talk about his uh, trial, but... $650 million. Jeez. So a half million dollars a day, five days a week, two and a half million. So you've got uh, eight million a month. Let's say that goes on for the three months. That's $24 million. Ten, $10 million a month. Oh, wait. Boy. Is it at four? Four times? Math. What's up? Yeah. 2.5 so if we put the 18 minute together along with, with the, the seven minute, minute together, you He's got 20 minutes. minutes. You sell it with eight minutes. minutes ads, you got 30, 30 minutes. You got the eight and a half million. <laughs> no, it's 10 million a month. Okay, 10 million it's a two month. two and a half a week, right? Times three. That's a Either tw- way, they're, they're, that's they a spend lot. a lot of money if they're <laughs> it's hurting It's $30 right million. Dollars. Yeah, you should not be hurting. You should not be hurting. How is this an article? It's <laughs> asinine. Anyhow. There it's not go. anymore. We're not going to spend another second on but, it. But, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel mm. for these mask makers now. Yeah, because yesterday uh, the Joe Biden Department of Justice announced <laughs> they will head back to court on behalf of the CDC in order to get the mask mandate reinstated for travel. Good. 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 You do that. You're going to see that the American people are done with this. They are done with it. All of us are done! I, I, seriously, Pat, I, I kind of am glad they're pursuing this because now I don't like the aspect of using taxpayer dollars to mm-hmm. go to court in order to force taxpayers to wear a mask, but I think long-term, I honestly think that, that this is a good thing for our democracy. Okay, no, mm-hmm. I, really, I really do think that, that people are, have had enough. And mm-hmm. I think if you want to mm-hmm. show government overreach at its finest, then you... It's happening right before our eyes. Exactly. Let's do this. If yeah. you want it, right. Never mind the, so too. the implications in the fall during the elections if this thing goes through and people are required to wear masks again when traveling. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is, this is going to backfire on this administration in multiple ways. And I'm let's do it. Come on, let's go. All the people that have the mask fetish now... Or, you know, you're just so scared out of your mind. Go ahead and wear the mask. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw this article from, uh, was it Paul Krugman? Such an a-hole. <laughs> One of the biggest douches on the planet. And he's predicting, I'm predicting, that there's going to be mass violence against mask wearers. Oh, shut up. Wow. No, there's, okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hang on to that article mm. that, uh, or that tweet of Paul Krugman's. And let's see. In a year from now, if there's been anybody who's been attacked because they're wearing a mask, no one is going to attack mask wearers. Go ahead and wear them. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wear, wear them to bed if you want. Sleep in your mask. Some Go people. ahead. Lay in your bed all alone wearing your stupid mask. In fact, double mask when you go to bed. That'd be great. And then just enjoy that hot sweaty nastiness all night long it'd be great for you it'd be great yeah and and paul it's your side that always reacts it is. with violence sure is and and can't stand when people aren't conforming right so nice we don't try, try to force people into what we what we believe mm-hmm. we yeah. just want you to leave us alone another leftist who is just projecting that's all 
He's, by the way, if you don't know who Paul Krugman is, he's supposedly an economist, uh, but he's mainly just a douchebag. So yeah, I think that about explains it. I think, I think that's his uh, subheading. Yeah, yeah. Paul Krugman, and then underneath it says douchebag. I'm mostly just a douchebag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go ahead and wear your mask. I don't give a rat's anus. I really don't. When I see people wearing a mask, I I just I looked across uh, my empty passenger seat into the car's driver's seat next to me at yeah. the stoplight mm-hmm. uh, on my way home like two days ago. Guy's wearing happily wearing his mask. Yeah. Nobody else in his vehicle. So weird. Just him. I see like, that a lot, man. What? Are you protecting yourself now from you? Mm-hmm. You're protecting you from you, right? Because uh, I, I don't get what's going on there. I really don't. Have you left a lot of germs in your car that mm. you're... Maybe he's just a filthy human being. That could be. And he doesn't could like be. himself. So stupid. I mean, why would you do that to yourself? It's not healthy for you. You know, the mask gets uh, soiled and dirty and grungy and germ-filled right away. And if you're not throwing those things away after every use, you're not helping yourself. Well, I tell you, this Jin Saki clip will enrage you even more because, as we know, this has nothing to do with health. It has nothing to do with safety. It never has, and we understand Mm -hmm. that as members of this audience. But wait until you hear... Pay very close attention to the Jen Psaki clip on the justification for why the Department of Justice is now going back to court to ma- make sure that you're masked up. All right. Well, we, we are um, entirely able to and legally able to be a part of the discussion. But uh, right now, it's we, we, of course, are deferring to the CDC on what they believe is needed at this moment. They've already, have, they obviously put in place this two-week extension because they felt they needed that to take a look at the data given that we've seen a rise in cases Pause it. so we certainly yeah because they've only had two years to figure this thing out so uh they got to the point where we're going to take the mask mandate away oh no we need another two weeks mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on here mm-hmm. now, 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 <laughs> really now remember you don't know yet yeah and this is the same administration <sighs> that doesn't need any time to try to figure out the health implications of uh, Title 42 uh, falling oh, right. away, r- rolling away on, on, on May 23rd. Right. Let's see if they extend uh, right, that. Right. And, and also keep in mind, as she's talking, she just mentioned a, we, we've seen a rise in cases. Yeah, the World Health Organization themselves says that uh, from a week ago, worldwide cases are down 25%. So what else you got, Jen? You're going to tell us. What else does she have? So we certainly anticipate to hear more from them soon on their ask for... Uh, for being able to have that time, which we think is entirely warranted. And the Department of Justice, as you noted, has indicated Mm -hmm. uh, that they would appeal, Mm -hmm. uh, not just because they think it's entirely reasonable, uh, of course, to have this additional time to look at it, but because they think uh, that the current, uh, for current and future public health crises, uh, we want to preserve that that, uh, authority for the CDC to have in the future. Power, power. They want to preserve. For current and future. Uh, pandemics. Authority. They want that authority preserved. Yeah, that's great. It's all about power. Uh, Again, that's that emergency condition that we've been living under since probably 9-11. And they find a new emergency to extend that emergency situation over and over and over again. Yeah, we we've are, been in a continual emergency for yeah. about 20 years, probably. Mm-hmm. We, she's saying that we at the executive <sighs> branch Jeez. are not going to just hand off the baton of power to the judicial branch. That's, that's what right. she's saying. We, yeah. we need to preserve that authority. Yeah, we need to continue to control you. 
That's what we want to do. Wow. She is horrific. The whole administration is horrific. A majority of Americans continue to support a mask requirement? <laughs> this is according to a new AP NORC poll. Garbage poll. Okay. This is bullcrap. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> uh-uh. A majority of Americans continue to support a mask requirement for people traveling on airplanes and other shared transportation. Don't believe this. Kid, uh, shut I don't believe up. this for a second. That is impossible. Who wrote the uh, Who wrote the mask story? There was that uh, AP. I just I feel uh, the, I feel there's the a, poll or the uh, well, no I know the poll you have in front okay the Reuters did the mask story mask oh. manufacturers okay. you're so sorry for them and now you've yeah, got yeah. this Associated Press poll My everybody's gosh. combining right now everybody's getting together to try desperately to continue that bullcrap on us to to continue to control our every movement including every breath we take through that mask they they've got to control. The poll by the Associated Press, NORC Center for Public Affairs Research, finds that despite opposition to that requirement that included verbal abuse and physical violence against flight attendants, uh, there are some disturbed people. It wasn't because of masks. Shut up. 56% of Americans favor requiring people on planes, trains, and public transportation to wear masks, <laughs> compared with 24% opposed and 20% say they're neither in favor nor opposed. Oh, shut up. I don't believe that for one second. <laughs> oh, either, man. I heard it on the news. Uh, <laughs> and I said it was ridiculous, man. Man, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Now, maybe if they're Thank calling a, a very, very micro-focused, specific corner of the country. Yeah. Maybe if all those polling uh, uh-huh. calls were to the Northeast, for example. We only polled sissies. Or that. Or that. Or that. You know? Now, like, I don't know if there's a category, like, <laughs> how, how can you find out... Well, if they're all Democrats. Oh, I see. Like, they, they pulled Democrats. <laughs> Same uh-huh. thing, right? Yep. <laughs> mm, Democrats slash but that, sissies. Yeah, because you'll remember all of the videos and all the pictures uh, when, when this court ruling came down and these planes were in the air and they said, hey, mm-hmm. you don't have to wear masks anymore. Remember all the pictures and most of the people just left their masks on and didn't do anything, and right? Oh, no, no, that's right. It was just the opposite. They ripped their masks off and they cheered wildly. Cheer- yeah, and Saki's response to that, because she was asked by, I don't know, Peter Ducey or somebody, hey, how about that, uh, how about the way it was received on the planes when they when they were told they didn't have to wear masks and they were cheering in the airports and on the airplanes? Right. Um, that was it. That doesn't represent the people oh, who... Gosh. Did, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The same Jen Saki that represents the same administration that has told states in that don't you dare stop these children this very small minority that are going in for sex change operations mm-hmm. but that's representative of the country <laughs> but people yeah. traveling everywhere not yeah it is yeah that's no. right <laughs> yeah I, I just can't take yeah. it man 90 percent 95 percent of the country uh supports changing sexes of four-year-olds but mm. about that same number opposes mm-hmm. uh, relieving the mask mandate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's about, you know, most Americans really want to wear masks and really want to be able to um, mutilate the genitalia of children. So Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's not, right. That's Biden's America. Yeah, it's Biden's America. You summed it up it nicely. Is. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. Congratulations. Let me tell you about trying to sell your home. It can be a real challenge in addition to being just really stressful. 
because uh, it's such a major investment for you. You really want to get your money out of it, and you're probably counting on getting your money out of it so that you can buy another home or, I don't know, invest what you earn or whatever the case may be. Uh, You need a good realtor. You need somebody who can advise you on all the really important things, like, you know, styles have changed, especially since I bought my house. It's changed completely. And so... We, when we sell ours, we're going to need a realtor who can help us decide what color to paint it. What, what do you paint all the walls? And do I do we have to do the crown molding? And I mean, do you have to replace the countertops and all of that? Or will we not get our money out of that? You need an experienced realtor who's been successful in doing all this for people. And that's where Real Estate Agents I Trust come in. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name really says it all. Real Estate Agents I Trust. Pat Gray returns. Great to have you with us. Uh, Thanks for being here. Hey, I like this story. Uh, Joe Biden's decision to release 180 million barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Oil Reserve. It's only a million barrels a day for 180 days. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that'll end just before the midterm elections. Um, Helpful. What we have now, you know, is supposed to help lower U.S. gas prices. Instead, what's what's actually happening? Uh, we're sending it to Europe. Sorry, what? what I just say? <laughs> Hold on. What? What? Wait, did I just say that out loud? Okay, so the oil that they specifically yep. took out of our important reserve yes. that is set aside for the military in case of an emergency. Yes. Like we have, I don't know, an oil crisis, let's say, and war breaks out. It's heading to gas pumps in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right? No. Oh, wait. Heading to gas pumps in Europe. Help us. Help. According to Bloomberg, citing a person familiar with the matter, the uh, Suez Max ship Advantage Spring... <laughs> Sailing for Rotterdam, according to ship tracking data compiled by Bloomberg, received emergency strategic petroleum reserve sweet crude from energy transfers Nederland oil facility around April 1st for export. Now, why would you do this? Mm. Why would you do this? Huh. Hmm. Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Is that uh, New Jersey? (laughs) No. No, it's not? No, it's not. Okay. No. Huh. So that's I great. You, this is madness, man. You've said it a million times, and we'll say it again. Mm-hmm. If you were trying, yes, to destroy the country, <laughs> the country, what would you? What would you do differently? It's a madhouse. Mm-hmm. A madhouse. <sighs> man, I mean, there, there's no way better to destroy everything we hold dear. Mm-hmm than exactly every single policy of this administration. Yeah. They've got it down. Now, I know that they're having big problems, especially with energy uh, in Europe. The, the I guess the energy prices in Germany just went up. Yeah, but so, we're having big problems here. I got that, yeah. 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 yeah and they're, they're, that, It just goes to show you, they're not America first. No, no. They're everybody else first, and then America maybe as an afterthought. 
It's pissing mm-hmm. me off. Yeah, and so I think I think energy costs went up thirty percent, and they're telling Germans to take shorter showers or fewer showers. I mean, it's like okay, <laughs> what? Well, that sucks for you, <laughs> but uh, maybe you should have thought of that before you let that pipeline run right through Russia to your uh, country. They're telling Germans to take shorter showers. And I got oh, news. that'll do it. That'll yeah. fix it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'll Germans don't need to be taking shorter showers. That's for sure. Take a shower would yeah. be nice. You know, you and the French. Yeah. That might be good. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, there you go. That's uh, that's good, right? Yeah, that's good. Take our. That's good. So, so we've gone from taking our own natural resource, saving it for trouble with our military in case of war, mm-hmm. to then. <clears throat> We should be, you know, according to Biden, we should be using that at home to help with the energy supply. No, no, we're shipping it. I don't under- overseas to Rotterdam. You, you, you stop and you think, what else could they do? I, I'm afraid to ask that question anymore. Yeah, because they'll answer it. They'll figure something out. It's, it's madness, dude. I, <sighs> I can't take it. I, I, <laughs> out of words. Good yeah. night. Yep. Uh, I, you know, are things desperate in the Netherlands? Is that why they're going to Otter, uh, Rotterdam? Right. Well, are they, are, are people starving in the streets and they lack the energy to, I don't know, uh, cook things in their ovens and I don't know. I don't know. But, but drive the, to a restaurant. There, there's so much that this administration is doing now. They are getting rid of the. Remember, Trump, Trump said, look, these environmental rules are stupid that slow down uh, infrastructure and building in this country <clears throat> yeah. because environmental groups. So we got rid of a whole bunch of those. Yeah. So now now it's back to uh, implementing these delays so that environmentalists can not only slow down projects that are apparently desperately needed, according to this administration, not mm-hmm. only slow them down, but increase the costs. So I want to thank the current administration for that as well. And we're going to scrap conscious the conscious rule for healthcare workers conscience not conscious mm-hmm. they're probably already conscious i don't think they've been knocked out i don't know <laughs> but maybe you're talking about this administration so you know what the conscience rule is right? right that's where you can object to a medical procedure based on your religiosity yeah it's been a big week for the Biden administration for instance for instance if you're if you're catholic or mormon or you're baptist and you don't believe in performing abortions you can be forced into performing one or providing say uh the ru486 uh pill for somebody who's about to get a, a, a chemical abortion i mean this is unconscionable now trump fixed this uh, and Biden is tearing it back apart. They plan to rescind the rule devised under Donald Trump that was intended to make it easier for healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, to avoid performing abortions or other medical services on religious or moral grounds. Now, you got plenty who wouldn't have any problem with it. There are plenty of doctors. There are plenty of nurses who will perform these procedures for you because they don't have any conscience at all about doing that. They don't have a problem with it, so it doesn't violate their conscience. But you've got these, you know, Christians who are opposed, and you're going to force that person to. It's just like, it's just like the stupid uh, homosexual couple who goes into a bakery 
Only, you know, the healthcare thing's a lot more serious. But you go into a bakery and you insist that that particular baker who's Christian and opposed to your life to, to make participating in that lifestyle and you force them to do it. Sorry, you're going to make us a gay wedding cake. Well, no, I, I don't want to. I'll serve you things. I'll sell you stuff. But I'm not going to specifically violate my religious conscience to make you a cake. No, we insist you do. We're going to take you to court for that very purpose. Well, that, you're just trying to make a statement then. You're not trying to get a nice cake for your wedding anymore. Your agenda has overcome any of those plans. Now the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services in 2018 unveiled what it called the conscience rule, but it never took effect due to lit- litigation. States including California and New York and abortion providers filed suit to challenge it, leading to a federal court to block the measure in 2019. Mm. The rule enabled the federal government to push hospitals, clinics, universities, and other healthcare providers that stopped healthcare workers from doing what their conscience dictated and refusing to carry out certain procedures. Trump's HHS said the rule fulfilled his promise to promote and protect the fundamental and unalienable rights of conscience and religious liberty. Which is exactly right. Politico, quoting sources familiar with the matter, reported that HHS could act to rescind the rule as soon as the end of this month. Cool. There we go. The evil just doesn't stop with these people. No. It's way worse than I thought it was going to be. I know we ruminate about that on a regular basis, but it's still, it's, I mean, I I knew Biden was going to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he'd be the Antichrist. (laughs) And he's closing in on that title right now. What do you think is going to happen in the fall? The the fall? The midterms. Yeah. uh, Oh, by the way, did he tell, I think he told Obama or somebody said that he told Obama he's running again in 2024. Like that's, he's already made up his mind. Oh, I can't imagine my. the dude six months from now. Definitely can't, can't imagine him seven years from now. Oh, man. Okay. That'd be so bad. Yeah, but I like how... So bad. Yeah, the, as we get closer to the midterms in the fall elections, the Republican Party has been uh, sending out some fun stuff. Some. Yeah, they sent out some new data that confirms the trend. Republican-led states are <laughs> leading, while Democrat-led states are falling behind. Mm-hmm. 18 of the top 21 states with the lowest unemployment rates are led by Republicans. Surprise! (sighs) Shocking, (laughs) right? Really? Shocking. I can't believe it. Now, the print is way too small for me to tell you which ones. I can see, though, that Nebraska is number one. Mm. Utah is number two. Okay, Indiana, number three. Yeah. I'm making it out slowly but surely. Montana at four. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we have New Hampshire, which is, uh, that's also Republican-led, though, right? Mm-hmm. They have a Republican governor yep. in New Hampshire. South Dakota, obviously. Uh, Kansas. Minnesota. They have a Democrat, I think. Those two, uh, those two do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you've got Idaho, uh, Oklahoma, and Vermont mm-hmm. rounding out uh, the top whatever. Yeah, 12 so then maybe. Wisconsin's your next Democrat state, and then the rest are Republicans. Alabama, North Dakota, Virginia, Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Arizona, Iowa. In job recovery, red states also lead. 12 of the top 15 are led by Republican governors. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder what about, uh, what about COVID response, though? Certainly the blue states lead in COVID response. Nope. 
Nine out of the ten mm. are led by Republicans in COVID response. There it is right there. There's a look at it. Oh, cool. Thanks, Rob. Led by Utah, number one. Nine of the bottom ten mm. led by Democrats. Oh, I look huh. at the nine of the bottom ten. Maryland is a Republican state, technically. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. Technically is right. Okay. But look at that. Yeah, uh, these are good. Throw uh, those graphics up if you got them all there, Rob. We can revisit these. I mean, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, that, that's really good. The okay. same analysis showed that 19 of the top 20 states for getting their kids back into schools in person mm, mm, mm-hmm. were led by, guess who? I don't know. <laughs> Communists. No. No. Republicans. Uh, you know uh, what you could also uh, include here? I'd love to see a chart on uh, crime. Look at that. Especially violent crime. You would see the same thing. And then see, in that chart of getting kids back into school, Louisiana is the one Democratic state, technically, technically Democratic. And that's weird because Louisiana is mostly Republican. I'll bet the mm-hmm. I'll bet the legislature is mostly Republican, right? Don't they have a Republican-led legislature? I assume. But I they know. have a Democrat in uh, in the office. Of and he's a pro-life. Governor. He's a conservative kind of Democrat. So, Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there you. Well, there it. you go. So uh, the so numbers Republicans don't are gonna, lie. We're going to clean up. Well, we because I don't even consider myself Republican anymore because they're boneheads. They could easily screw this up by November. I'm just hoping and praying they won't. Yeah, do we know how thumb drives vote? Have we pulled any thumb drives or voting machines? No, but we know how dead people vote. Okay, and See, so we're trying to avoid some of that. That's why I make no predictions for right. November. I know. I <laughs> know. You just never know. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some uh, tweets here. Uh, this is from Jimmy Dimples. Biden Biden is not the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Antichrist is actually a charismatic conqueror. Okay. Oh, that's not... Joe's not charismatic? Not, not literally... The Antichrist, though. That's good. Okay, good. Well, then I'm relieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that's what he's saying is that Joe isn't charismatic. Huh, that's that's kind of a up. stretch, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> 81 million people disagree with you, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I had the most votes um, of anybody who likes pudding. You know that eats up Barack Obama. Oh, my gosh. can't say anything. Well, that's. I think that's why he belittled him. First chance he got when he did that appearance with him and called him his vice president mm-hmm. just to put him in his place. Mm-hmm. Just a little dig. Ah, I'm just funning with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was all set up <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, by you. Conservatarian lady tweets the reversal of the conscience clause will result in medical professionals being forced to do trans surgeries soon. Soon enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and a that, fact. Yeah, absolutely that will happen. DMX DM, I'm old enough to remember a time when you shopped around to find the goods or morals you wanted instead of demanding everyone else conform to your needs. Mm. That's olden times, though. Yeah, those are back in the day. Back in the day, <laughs> When I was your age. So your grandpappy shopped. And regarding masks on planes, an MSNBC doctor has a suggestion. If you travel, you know, uh, and you like wearing a mask. Sure. And you want other travelers to wear a mask. Oh, what should you here's do? What, here's what she says you oh, should do. okay. If people want to stay safe, the best thing they can do, high-quality masks, and that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, 
But if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a mm-hmm. 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child mm-hmm. with cancer at home. Will mm-hmm. you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them can be the best safety so carry some extra masks with yeah, you so carry lie some rapid tests with you if you're traveling i see so just make up stories rapid, <laughs> rapid <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a i'm sorry before you sit next to me in the seat i'm gonna have to have you uh, no take a, a rapid covid test right now psychotic stand in the aisle until such time as i see the negative well, color pop up here wait a minute no, you don't just don't just stand in the aisle. You're doing for the greater good. You're holding up traffic in the aisle. You're like, hang on a second, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wait for these test results because mm-hmm. may not be safe to fly. And so, n- never mind. You're no longer fighting over the armrest with your neighbor. You're you're waiting for that rapid result test to see if are you good? Isn't it okay? I'll- and I love that. Just make up a story. Tell them anything yeah. you have to. Hey, you know what? I have um, uh, my mom and dad live with me. They both have awful, awful psoriasis and hmm. and varicose veins. Wow. Heartbreak of psoriasis. Heartbreak. Varicose veins. They're both at death's door. If they get COVID, they're gone immediately. Please, could you please just slip this mask? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, can, I, can, I, can we revisit the mm-hmm. varicose veins? Yeah. That's yeah. going to kill them? Yeah. It's, they could explode and... Uh, and wow. blow their legs off Whoa. just like that and then they bleed to death very very quickly just bleed out from the yeah. varicose veins yeah. like erupting right exactly so you want me to i'm wear... glad you understand sure. so if you would put this mask on please okay well in fact i got another one i want you to put over the top of it excuse me so just what do you you don't care about my parents you want them to die you're willing to kill my parents well let me think this through <laughs> i've never met your parents are they good people <laughs> Yes, they're great. They're the greatest people. Like, sell me. Give, to ever me live some, on this get, planet. Tell me about your parents so that I can figure out if I really want to protect them. They or invented not. the Peace Corps. They invent, that doesn't okay. do anything for me. Uh, and they've saved five thousand whales. I don't like whales. And they uh, help old ladies, older ladies, because mm-hmm. they're pretty old right now too. But they help other elderly people across the street. Okay. And protect them from traffic so they're really great people and, wow. and i'll thank you not to kill them so put the mask on and shut up what, what kind of society I, do we live in can i take you just a lie to people who are sitting next to you at a plane can i take the little swab test for you too up the nose yeah Would that make you feel better yeah, let me jam this into your brain That's stupid uh, and just wow idiotic and by the way this doctor mm-hmm. first of all if if you have this doctor you need to find a new practice because she obviously has no clue especially when she said you know, have them wear an N95 or a surgical mask. I thought we've already... Have we not agreed that the surgical mask thing does nothing? Yeah, and we've seen where the surgical mask thing is produced, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And how clean it is. Just in this oh, yeah. cleanly... Oh, yeah. Just the cleanliness here is so breathtaking. There they are. They're the buddies. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> hey, I'm going to make a quick run to, for lunch. You guys want any uh, Chick-fil-A today? <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd have to travel a ways for a Chick Fil A, but uh, eh, they could be, they could have Chick Fil A in their area. I guess I love the fact all those surgical masks right on the floor, their dirty feet all around them. That is, if your if your surgical mask smells like feet, right now you know why. And I've had one that smells like feet. Remember that time I went to the hospital? Yeah, and they made me put one of those on. <laughs> yeah, and it and literally it smelled, like smelled like feet. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Oh, don't sniff them. Did I? Did I? Oh my gosh. So so wait a minute. So just to recap, 
Uh-huh. If I care about your elderly parents, you want me to put that on that's been on the exactly. sweatshop floor in India. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to just not. Mm. So. Well, you're a bad person. I, you're just a terrible, awful person. Now, hey, look, we found common ground. I am. You correct. are. Correct. Uh-huh. Agreed. All right. <clears throat> now, in that eventuality, I could see where people would get pissed and there might be some problems, some altercations. You're, you're trying to push a mask on them and you're willing to lie and say anything to get them to do it. I mean, if you're a Karen that's carrying around these Extra masks, masks for people in tests, Jeez. I'm, I'm actually, ah! can I, stewardess, can I get another seat, please? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of uh, government overreach getting out of hand. Rhode Island Democrats are distancing themselves from an from an extreme vaccine mandate bill <laughs> that would double the state income tax on unvaccinated residents and fine parents of unvaccinated children. To think there was a time not too long ago where <laughs> politicians were bold enough to even propose this. <laughs> Jeez. Two state senators who had co-sponsored the bill introduced by Democrat state senator Sam Bell on March 1st have since removed their names from the legislation. Good idea. Yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. I would I would not think that's a, a good bill to have your name associated with. Bell's vaccine mandate would require every state resident who's at least 16 years old and eligible to take a COVID-19 vaccine to get immunized. Minors under 16 would also be required to be immunized, and their parents or legal mm-hmm. guardians would be responsible for ensuring compliance with the mandate. Mm-hmm. Unvaccinated residents would be fined 50 bucks a month for non-compliance. In addition to doubling your state income tax, 50 bucks a month. And, quote, shall owe twice the amount of personal income taxes, unquote, levied by the state. Right. (laughs) Which, of course, is wildly unconstitutional. (laughs) Vaccinated parents of unvaccinated children would be forced to pay the fine and have their income taxes doubled as well. They e- they <laughs> actually proposed this bill. That's incredible. And had co-sponsors. Rhode Island. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, okay. Whew. 1984 has nothing on 2022. Hmm. Man. Then we came across this great article from brownstone.org about Sweden. Mm-hmm. This is why no one wants to talk about Sweden. Now, we've talked about Sweden several times, but it's gone back and forth, up and down. Sweden did really well. Sweden was the worst in the world. Sweden did well. No, they were the worst in the world. It goes back and forth like that. When the summer before last, the results of the first COVID wave began to be tallied in the media. There were different ways of measuring the devastation. One way of looking at the pandemic was to focus on how many people died more than half a million around the world by the end of that June. Another was by tr- uh, to try to assess the complicated impacts of the various measures taken to combat the virus. When a lot of functions in society were frozen, people struggled, especially the most vulnerable. Well, here and there in the world, in Germany, the UK, Ecuador, people had been taking to the streets to protest all these rules, laws, and decrees curtailing their lives. From other countries came the reports that people were starting to flout the restrictions. But the force of the resistance remained weaker uh, than some had expected. Mm There had been no French Revolution, no global backlash. One explanation for the citizens' passivity passivity, 
their passiveness. <laughs> might have been the coverage of the deadliness of the virus in the media. Uh-huh. Seemed they've been fed a non-contextualized picture of how serious the COVID-19 pandemic really was. Wait, the media in cahoots with overbearing governments that are trying to hang on to power? Right. You won't hear of it, will you? Because that's so far-fetched. Yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> come on now. Are you serious? Uh, but the force of the resistance remained weaker than what they expected, mm-hmm. as I said. Uh, and during the spring and summer, the global consultancy firm, uh, CNC, had asked people in five big democracies. The UK, Germany, France, the US were not a, de- a democracy. And Japan about all kinds of things relating to the virus and society. Hmm. The sixth country in the survey was Sweden. Sweden was a lot smaller than the other ones, but was included due to the unique path it was taking through the pandemic. Yeah, they they were different than everybody else. They didn't do the mask mandate. They didn't uh, lock down. They didn't do the social distancing even. I think they just pretty much said, we're going to let this run its course and see if herd immunity Hmm. can kick in. Hmm. The questions were about everything, ranging from people's opinions on actions taken by authorities to the state of the job market and on whether they thought their governments were providing sufficient support to trade and industry. The 12th and final topic in the survey contained two questions. How many people in your country have had the coronavirus? Okay, so we're just asking that question of these people in these six countries. And how many people in your country have died? Okay. The same time as increasingly reliable figures were trickling in with regard to the actual deadliness of COVID-19, there was now a study of the number of the people believed mm. had died. Because mm-hmm. the media has been telling them. Right. And painting a particular picture. In the U.S., the average guess in mid-July was that 9% of the population had died. Nine, wait, 9% of the... Okay, 330 million, 10% would be 30 million. 9%, about 25 million? (laughs) Okay, no. No, kids, that's just a tad high. Death toll was thus overestimated by (laughs) 22,500%. Or 225 times over the actual number. In the UK, as well as in France and Sweden, the death toll was exaggerated by a hundredfold. The Swedish guess of 6% would have corresponded to 600,000 deaths in the country. <laughs> By then, the official death toll was more than 5,000 and inching closer to 6,000. Okay, so it wasn't 600,000. For anyone still interested um, about this whole mess, by the end of 2021, 56 countries had registered more deaths per capita from COVID-19 than Sweden. I say, okay, for louder for those in the back. 56% no, of the f- countries. No, 56 countries, right? No, not percent. 56 countries had registered more deaths per capita from COVID than Sweden had. With regard to the restrictions that the rest of the world had put so much faith in, you know, the school closures, the lockdowns, the face masks, the mass testing, Sweden had more or less gone in the opposite direction. Yet its results were not noticeably different from those of the other countries. It was beginning to become increasingly clear that the political measures that had been deployed against the virus yep. were of limited value. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one talked about it because <clears throat> uh, Sweden did nothing and they weren't controlling their citizens and everybody else wanted to continue to control their citizens. 
56 countries have Amazing. a higher per capita death rate from COVID than Sweden, who did none of these did ridiculous measures. They that, said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let the virus run its course. And that, that information on the heels of the Biden administration going to court using mm-hmm. your tax dollars to try to force you to continue to wear masks on a plane they should have just taken the l and this is going to be an even bigger l for them i i i think when this thing all goes through the courts sports again. expression meaning meaning loss mm-hmm. they should take the loss and move on for those not you know for glenn if he's listening right oh now, he wouldn't, yeah he wouldn't get the uh take an l reference i don't know that, that's starting to seep into other areas of society yeah it is actually mm-hmm. yeah that's true oh you got a sports Speaking video of, oh yeah you do you know, we got a few minutes here before the top of the hour uh Speaking of sports, did you see the the baseball video? From, this is from a couple of small colleges in uh, Texas. Okay. And they're they're playing a game against each other, and uh, somebody just hit a home run. Watch what happens as he rounds third base. Okay. All right, so he's going to... 3-1, swung on towards left center field. Mm-hmm. This mm. one's going toward the warning track at the wall. It's over the fence. It's a two-run home run. He gives okay. the Lions the lead. There he goes. Touch second. Now he's yep. rounding. He's just jogging around watch, the base path. Watch the pitcher North Central now. Central is taking the lead here. And one. here comes the pitcher. Boom! Oh, oh, my. Oh, no. Good heavens. <laughs> oh, no. He just <laughs> took him out. That was out, out of nowhere. <laughs> Wait, th- what? What is it with this announcer? He's bad. That's that what's with him. He's not, he's not good. <laughs> he's not good. We're just attacking the... Sorry, I just Phillips right there. Can you can you explain the scene, sir? <laughs> step on home no. plate and he has not South said Rock anything. <laughs> All he said was going, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> not not a great call uh, of sure. what just happened. I didn't know there was audio on this, <laughs> but it's really shocking. Watch it one more time. The pitcher just races after the guy who hit the home run and yeah. as he's rounding third base levels him yeah see i'm hung up on the announcer you know there's trouble for this, this play-by-play announcer when that's how he announces a home run yeah yes exactly two run home run home run and so that's exciting and here comes the pitcher bam oh oh my oh no Oh, oh my! No. Oh no! So he doesn't say what oh, happened. No. no, never. He never says that what was happened. Out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh what? no! 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 Now, that this... was out of nowhere. But what happened? We're listening to this. Is this the radio broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> or is this attacking the? Okay. Sorry, I just attacking right the. There. Sorry, I. <laughs> he might be a college kid. I, I bet he's a college kid doing this on like public Probably, access yes. or something. Yeah, he's. But not still. a super experienced broadcaster. Yeah, but, but that still, I that's mean, you amazing. Got to tell us what's happening, even yeah. if even if we have the pictures to match. Yes, you this still want to mention. This is your chance. You've just witnessed. <laughs> you've got to think this video is going viral. This is my chance. Oh my gosh! He and, and even if it's not happening, talk about haymakers and body blows and uppercuts and just right. Let's embellish a little bit, man. <laughs> this is your chance. I've never seen. That's a situation I've never seen in my yeah. life. Was Pitcher it? go after the battle batter like that after you hit a home run. That was Woody Hayes esque. Crazy. <laughs> All right, more Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Some tweets uh, for you. Lone Wolf 2965 tweets, maybe the mask makers 
can work with the buggy whip manufacturers to come with come up with a viable economic strategy. Okay, all right. That's a good idea. We'll get there. <laughs> Vern Lundquist, I'm finna call the police if I see someone wearing a mask at the bank. Okay. Yeah, remember those good days? Yeah. Those are good yep. times. Eric Phillips uh, took my kids to school yesterday. I asked why they continue to wear their masks. They said they're afraid to take them off. Thank you, Democrats, for scaring my kids. Yeah. Yeah, we've... We've spent two years Mm -hmm. making them petrified to even, in some cases, go outside or see their friends or go to school and told them that, I guess, the mask will cure everything. You won't get it if uh, you're wearing the mask. Yeah, society has been destroyed. Yep. (laughs) And and not not only with the fear... But with the psychosis uh, that's going to live in these children forever and mm-hmm. a dependency on government, why would you for a nanosecond trust this government on anything? I don't know. Axis Tech uh, asks the question we've been asking, what else can be done to destroy this country that hasn't been done already? Mm. Well, we could reelect Joe Biden. Yes, that would be. Yep. That would be worse. Re-elect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Re-elect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, though, I, I don't care what you say. A judge slapped down the mask mandate. Now, you can go back to court all you want and appeal it. <clears throat> but we gained an important victory. So, <laughs> stick your mandate up your ass. You can stick your mandate up your ass. I hate that. So crass, but stick your mandate up your ass. All right, I love it. Abbreviated virgin. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> you hate to be so crass, but you can stick that mandate <laughs> up right your, your ass. ass. Looks like a pathead got his wish. Then, from oh the yeah, other. yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's great. Uh, from bitter clinger. Mm-hmm. Boarded flight from Salt Lake City to San Antonio, and the mask mandate is over. Mm-hmm. Can we get a new rendition of Happy Days from oh, Pat? Wait. Well. <laughs> Wait, we don't get an extra? <clears throat> no, I think because it is so crass, it's a one, oh. a one time through thing. <laughs> this is a one time through. I see, I see. Yeah. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. You got your wish there, bitter clinger. You got it. Now the, now the government's going to... You're welcome. Try to reinstate it. Ridiculous. Yeah, because they can't handle losing any sort of control over us. Shinsaki admitted as much. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. The, she said, we want to keep this ability mm-hmm. to be able to tell you what to do. Now and in the future. Well, I'm sorry. We don't want that. So go ahead and stick that mandate. Uh, (laughs) Wimbledon. I think we talked about this earlier, but I guess it's official now. Wimbledon has officially banned Russians and Belarusian tennis players from all events. As the crackdown on all things Russian continues with the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, Wimbledon is set to ban all Russian and Belarusian players Mm -hmm. from competing. Now, initially they said, I think they said, if you, if you denounced Putin, right. they'd let you in, right? <laughs> yes. I don't think that's even an option now. Mm-hmm. The tournament uh, will allow other organizations, follow other organizations in banning uh, those two uh, nation citizens from events. 
The All England Club released a statement yesterday confirming the decision. Mm-hmm. Statement claimed that it would be inappropriate for the tournament to have involvement with Russian or Belarusian players. Why? Did they make the decision to invade right. Ukraine? Are they killing Ukrainians? Mm. Asinine. Yeah. In the circumstances of such unjustified and unprecedented military aggression, which they had nothing to do with, again, it would be unacceptable for the Russian regime to derive any benefits. Well, (laughs) from the involvement of Russian or Belarusian players with the championships. What do you mean? I mean, this is an individual thing. It's for the tennis player. Were you going to give the trophy to uh, the Russian government? (laughs) Because <laughs> that, that would be kind of weird. The Russian government didn't win it. The Russian did. I mean, if there was a Russian that was going to win it, which there isn't. But still, they should be able to compete. It is therefore our intention with deep regret to decline entries from Russian and Belarusian players to the championships 2022. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't even give them the option, I guess, of yeah, saying, high ranking, uh, I don't like Vladimir. Yeah, high-ranking Russian and Belarusian uh, tennis players there that are... Boxed out of here. Did you see that uh, Mariupol has pretty much been taken over by Russian forces? Mm-hmm. They, the Ukrainian soldiers are now pinned in a steel plant. And Putin said, nah, we're not going to keep attacking them. We're just going to seal it off. Quote, so not even a fly can escape. So basically, they're wow. going to starve out <clears throat> these Ukrainian soldiers in this Mariupol steel plant. Um, and Russia says that they're going mm. to have a victory parade in Mariupol on May 9th. May 9th is the big parade to basically flex uh, in Mariupol. Mm. Um, yeah, but I guess there's been, there's this, there's this uh, I don't know, call them a watchdog, but there's this group that monitors all kind of conflicts that are happening in the world, and they said there's been no major breakthrough by Russia. I mean, there's there's been nothing that shows that they're being successful in advancing, mm. generally speaking. So, I don't know. This is going to go on for a very long time. And meanwhile, again, our contribution is uh, of military supplies has exceeded $3 billion now. And we've got a few ways, apparently, to track the supply of the anti-tank, anti-aircraft, and other weapons we've sent across the border into Ukraine. Uh, but a blind spot that's due in large part to the lack of U.S. boots on the ground, which we don't want that, I don't think. And the easy portability of many of the smaller systems now pouring across the border, uh, we don't really have much of an idea of what happens to them once we send them. Hmm? Yeah, it's uh, we don't we, we don't, don't know what where they're going, where they're ending up. Afghanistan, that's where they're ending. And up. It's possible. In the short term, the U.S. sees the transfer of hundreds of millions of dollars worth of equipment to be vital to the Ukrainians' ability to hold off the Russian invasion. Senior defense official, though, said Tuesday that it is uh, certainly the largest recent supply to a partner country in a conflict. Mm. But the risk, both current U.S. officials and defense analysts say, is that in the long term, some of those weapons may end up in the hands of other militaries and militias that the U.S. did not intend to arm. <laughs> yeah, of course. Not, not, no, that would never happen. Sure. Uh, never we've happened. only seen it, I don't know, every time, but probably not this time. Right? This this will be different. We have fidelity for a short time, but when it enters the fog of war, we have almost zero. <clears throat> According to uh, one source, it drops into a big black hole, and mm-hmm. you have almost no sense of it at all good. after a short period of time. Oh, this is good. 
This is Isn't good. that good? Right? That's really great. So we're dropping them into a <clears throat> war zone where one of our mm. historic enemies is uh, is running rampant. It's like the initial, the very first Iron Man, where uh, Stark is selling weapons to the U.S. Defense uh, Department, and then you know he gets he gets injured and captured, and then he finds out that all of his weapons have made their way into the hands of the terrorists. So uh, then he's a little upset about it. You know, it, it is, it's just a problem of, of doing this, that you, you don't know where this stuff is going to end up. Yeah, and uh, today Russia has uh, <clears throat> successfully tested the Satan II missile. There. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and then a little warning to other countries who are yeah. arming them is like, hey, uh, look what we got. Yeah, it can apparently yeah. uh, breach any missile defense system, they're saying. So Putin mm. is uh, warning the West. We got this. I have my doubts on some of their propaganda that mm. spills out of their faces based on what I've seen so far. Why? Because they can't keep their uh-huh. tires inflated? You don't think they have a missile that is <laughs> yeah. capable of breaching any defense? Yeah, that has a little bit to do with it. Yeah, mm. yeah. The fact that they've lost 20,000 soldiers and unbelievable amounts of military equipment. I mean, hundreds of tanks, hundreds of uh, aircraft, hundreds of helicopters. It's, I mean, they've just gotten their anuses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of like the the mask mandate did. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> stick your mandate up your ass. You can stick your mandate up your ass. I hate to have to be so gross, but stick your mandate up. That's good, dude. Mm. I like that. Mm. It's going to cost me my voice, I think, before the end of the show. (laughs) Uh, But let's see what's happening right now. Uh, We're so busy taking care of Ukraine, we don't take care of ourselves. And here's what's going on at the U.S. southern border. Oh, no. As they open up a big, big box with a crowbar. Oh, look, it's a big shipment from Amazon. Yeah, okay. It's all the... They don't have the Amazon logo on it, but... It's the K-Cups I ordered. (coughs) Oh, hello! (laughs) Hi. Uh, Welcome! Welcome to America, Uh everybody. In that gigantic box, look how... I mean, it's... It's full of... Filled with people. Avocados from Mexico. Okay, right. I don't know. Is that what it's Those are not avocados. <laughs> Thank you, Corby. Uh, the lengths to which they will go to get here is yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, pretty uh. amazing. Did you pay $7,000 for that? This is the best you can do is get me into the United States in a box? Uh, I'm not paying seven grand for that. You're not? No. How much would I'll you pay I'll go 6500 Hey, you know what? Though? But not seven thousand. They didn't have to wear masks on their oh, little yeah. trip, did they? No, mm-hmm. they didn't. No, they didn't. That's very true. And did you see this little gem from the Biden administration? Um, they're proposing four and a half billion dollars in mandatory funding over ten years to provide legal rep- representation to people in the immigration court system as part of their fiscal 2023 budget request. Four and a half billion <laughs> for lawyers for illegal uh, aliens. Isn't that tremendous? What would you do differently? The funding would go to the Executive Office for Immigration Review, the Department of Justice unit 
that conducts immigration court proceedings to make grants and contracts to provide legal representation. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible. You've broken our laws, so we're going to help you fight against those laws. Wouldn't it be easier to maybe... Secure the border? Keep them out in the first place? You can seal the border. Mm -hmm. Then you won't have Hmm. the big box dropped off on your doorstep. Take that four and a half billion Mm -hmm. and apply it toward shutting down the border. I mean, can we all agree that that these coyotes and these cartels are bad? Coyotes. 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 And I saw Cheryl, I think it was Cheryl Atkinson, tweeted out the other day, you know, these cartels can get up to $15,000 per person. Oh, cool. We got the tweet. Look at this tweet, man. Cartels often charge up to $15,000. $15,000 per person. To just drop them off. I thought it was seven. It's more than double that. Often. Uh, we've made the criminal drug cartels prosperous beyond their wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. And we even do them the service of <laughs> transporting the illegal border crossers to their final destination. Right? Free to the cartels at U.S. taxpayer expense and we also now are going to provide them representation in court for free Uh what else can we get you can we get you an order of fries with that i mean would it not be hot apple pie i bet you could get a nice wall for four and a half billion dollars that you're going to be you could using part of it court yeah yep what a stupid son of a bitch yeah you are that's for sure again what would you do differently we're trying to destroy the country crazy all right, uh, let me tell you about something I have uh, recently discovered. It's uh, super beats. You know, as we age, the fatigue and lack of endurance we feel can't always be fixed with more and more ca- caffeine. Uh, so let me introduce you to a new way to start your day that I've been doing lately, and it helps a lot. Uh, super beats heart chews. They're a tasty treat that give you the energy you need and... They're good for you. Now, I was a little hesitant because I don't like beets. This may surprise you. I don't like any vegetables, unless you consider potatoes uh, a vegetable. Corn, maybe. But other than that, I am not eating beets. These don't taste like beets. They're delicious. Uh, And they're clinically researched. Grape seed extract promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. Uh, and I I have loved them so far and uh, can't believe it took me this long to discover them. And now for my listeners only, you can get up to 40% off. 40% off plus free shipping at superbeats.com slash unleashed. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's superbeats.com slash unleashed up to 45% off at superbeats.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray is unleashed. Indeed. The deplorable Mr. Jackwagon tweets, bad news for the picture in the video. He was booted off the baseball team. Good news? He's the new starting linebacker on the football team. From uh, Peekapool, if you're naming your new missile after Satan... Mm. You might be the bad guy after all. <laughs> you might be. Yeah. You I think you're be. right about that. Uh, two years separate these two tweets 
Uh, these two Joe Biden tweets. Oh, he's a big tweeter. <clears throat> he's speaking of tweets. He he competes with you for the title of Mister Twitter. Yeah, I love this. This is so great. Uh, so a couple of years ago, this was on uh, four twenty twenty, and he uh, tweeted the president, who at that time, of course, was Donald Trump. President needs to stop blaming others and do his job. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Now, check this tweet out from yesterday. I know that families are still struggling with higher prices. I grew up in a family where if the price of gas went up, we felt it. Let's be absolutely clear about why prices are high right now. COVID and Vladimir Putin. Please refer uh, to your tweet of 42020. <laughs> The president needs to stop blaming others and do his stinking job. Ugh. He's good. Oh, he's good. He's a good. The one. Putin price hike. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, a big deal is being made right now about uh, this interview that Piers Morgan did with Donald Trump. It's interesting because. Trump had a big meltdown. Supposedly, here's mm. I'm reading some headlines right now. Trump meltdown. Turn the cameras off. McConnell stupid. Pence weak fool. Piers Morgan blockbuster. How all hell broke loose. Really? Did it? Uh, okay, if you say so. Actually, I thought they were pretty good friends. Hmm. Because they were they appeared on uh, uh, on his, on Trump's show together, mm-hmm. and and Piers has always been really supportive of him for yeah. the most part. I mean, I think they've had some differences. But uh, listen and watch the exchange that they're using to promote Piers Morgan's show. Oh, okay, shows. cool. Okay, Piers, I'm ready. A former president in denial. I'll be completely straight with you to your face. I think I'm a very honest man. Much more honest than you, actually. Really? <laughs> it was a free and fair match. You lost. Only a fool would think You think I'm a fool? I do now, yeah. With respect. Excuse me. Mm. Okay. With respect. The lavish. The least the hard evidence. Excuse me. The most explosive interview mm. of the year. I don't think you're real. This I'm is really just not, I'm mm. not very dishonest. Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Turn Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. Only on Talk TV. Interesting. Okay, that's, that's how they're promoting it. Well, Trump obviously got super angry and stormed out on the interview. Uh... Way ahead of time, apparently. Who knows? Uh, but based on that, you got to think he cut the interview short. Yeah. Right? That doesn't look good. <laughs> After an hour, like an hour and 20 minutes or something, here's what actually happened at oh. the end of the interview. Got audio. Audio. Because some, they, I'll bet you Trump's people yeah. recorded smart, what was actually smart going move. on. It's a brilliant move. Did you do that? Probably happened. That <laughs> probably happened because I own the club. I'm sure it happened. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Huh. That doesn't sound like Donald Trump getting up and storming off, cutting the interview short. Yeah, thank you very much. That was it was great. It was a good interview. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. I I don't know if they're, you know, in cahoots to promote it and they, they both get a little something out of it, or if Piers Morgan is just trying to take advantage. And and be deceptive here? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I heard Pierce saying that audio. I thought you did a good job with that or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Did you do that? Probably happened. That <laughs> probably happened. They're laughing. Because they own the club. I'm sure it happened. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for what you did. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. 
I thought you were very good today. Yeah, Is that what it like was? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were very good today. Hmm. Huh. And that was, you know, small talk huh. about yeah. his club or something. Yes. And, wow. Yeah. I just can't take that. I hate it. Uh, you just don't. This is the thing about what's going on right now. You just don't know what to believe. Right. Uh, Billy Joel said it best when he said, honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. You know, honesty is hardly ever hurt. And mostly what I need from you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I have to. Deep thinker that Mr. Joel. Yes, he is. Or was. And I guess probably still is. (laughs) Uh, but the Trump meltdown. I don't know when the interview airs because I'm not a April 28th, right? Is that what it said? Okay, so we got a week still. Mm-hmm. Jeez, this is gonna get all kinds of. There are gonna be some people watching this. Uh, but yeah, a totally different story being told from the promo to April what April 25th Monday. really happened. So Monday night. Monday night. Piers Morgan uncensored. April uh, 25th. 25th at 8 p.m. You can watch it on uh, Sky Television? No, I don't have that. No? Uh, is that Virgin? Yeah, I don't have that. Okay. Uh, Freeview. I don't have that. How about uh, Free? I don't have that. Freesat. I don't have any of those. Uh, I don't either. So how am I going to watch Apple? It? You have Apple? Shoot. I'm guessing that these clips huh. won't be available on YouTube. YouTube, or Amazon Fire TV? It. No. I don't no? Okay. Samsung? Huh. Is it on MLB TV? <laughs> No. Is it? Is it's, it? Neither is it on uh, uh, Big Ten, is the Big Ten it, it's Network. It's not on the Big Ten Network no. or Bally Sports South? No. Then I don't know. I can't nope. see it then. You are out of luck. Shoot. You, you will not see that interview. <laughs> huh. But it's uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, Trump is really making the rounds now, and I love how he is, every chance he gets, Talking about that hole-in-one he shot with Ernie Els and some other golf players. Oh, man, if I had a hole-in-one, I'd be talking about oh, it I would too. too. I would, too, Kidding absolutely. Me? And especially when you're playing with Ernie Els. Yeah. He also kind of claimed to have beaten Ernie Els. Oh, okay, all right. This is they asked him who won, and he said, oh, I don't I don't like to brag. So I'm, uh, I'm just going to look. Let me just say I did very well. Okay. Let me just who, let me just say, right, Mr. President, that I did well. I'm just wondering. I did very, very well. Okay. And, oh. oh, oh, and I, See, I, I hit the ball so hard oh my that goodness. it wow. nearly the knocked aim. Joe Biden's block off. That's all I'm going to say. Huh. All right, okay. Okay, but who won the match with you and Ernie? All Ellis? I'll say is I'm tremendous, and I don't like to brag. Did you sign your scorecard? Did you attest to your round, sir? Again, all I can say to you is that I am tremendous, and I am humble, and I'm not going to say who won that, except Mm. I did. Somebody call Ernie. Yeah. Pat Gray returns. So who are you believing in this, uh, if you're following it at all, the Johnny Depp trial? Hmm. They went to London and did a whole abuse thing, and she won, apparently proving her point, everybody thought, or some people thought. She's, and then it kind of turned out, maybe not. Yeah, she's bad. I, I'm, I'm on Johnny Depp's side on this easily. I mean, he said some really ugly things mm-hmm. about her, and we know that, and there's plenty of evidence on both sides that they're both a little out of their skulls. They're both crazy. They're stark raving nuts. 
uh, and he's blown through $650 million in his career. May never get another job. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, he recounted his infamous defecation incident mm-hmm. yesterday. <clears throat> uh, after another blow-up with his wife, with ex-wife Amber Heard on her 30th birthday, Johnny Depp said he fled their Los Angeles home. He planned to return to pick up a few items while Heard was at Coachella in 2016, but his security warned him against it and showed him a photograph of their marital bed. On my side of the bed was human fecal matter, he said. I laughed. It was so outside. It was so bizarre and so grotesque that I could only laugh. Depp has previously accused Heard or one of her friends of pooping in the bed. Oh, okay. But Heard has denied it. Oh. Uh, blaming the feces on her teacup Yorkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I lived with those dogs for many years. That did not come from a dog. No. It just didn't. No, it did he not. said. No. <clears throat> so that's one of the fun, fun, and there was super so romantic much. stories that he had to tell in court yesterday. So much. Oh man. So much. These people are freaks. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp testified also uh, that the fallout from Amber Heard's 2018 op-ed branding him an abuser was swift. The actor is suing his ex-wife over the piece that doesn't name him directly, but identifies herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this uh, op-ed was timed beautifully. I think it coincided with the release date of Alice in the Looking Glass or some Mm. movie he was in. Mm -hmm. So it obviously affected that. Well, and it almost affected his uh, starring role in uh, the second Fantastic Beasts movie. Yeah. Yeah. But J.K. Rowling stuck to her guns there and said, no, I want him. Mm-hmm. And nothing's been proved against him. So he's in. And he did the movie anyway. Um, but he said, I don't think it took Disney very very long, maybe a couple of days, to announce that I'd been removed from the Pirates of the Caribbean films franchise. God. I mean, that's him. Yeah. <clears throat> I lost nothing less than everything. But he said the real damage began when she made the initial accusations. I'll live with that for the rest of my life because of the allegations, right. he told the jury. Never get his name back. It was such a big, high-profile case that I lost then, no matter the outcome of this trial. <sighs> yeah, uh, painful. Mm-hmm. Actor Johnny Depp told the jury uh, Wednesday. I like how all these segments start with actor Johnny Depp. Yeah, that we, we know who we're talking about here. <laughs> it's the same story. And he's an actor, and yeah, it's the same story. But he also said that he split with then-wife Amber Heard the same day his mother died. Betty Sue Palmer passed away May 20th, 2016, Cedars-Sinai Hospital, he said, choking back tears. I've made a decision, and I think the best thing, I'm going to file for divorce. He said he told Heard over the phone. The next day, he met her for the last time at their home in Los Angeles. He testified that she pretended she was, uh, that she pretended he was beating her while she was on the phone with a friend, even though he was standing 20 feet away. Mm. Stop hitting me, Johnny! She was screaming in her best freaked out, upset voice. She's psycho. Oh, man. Uh, He also testified that Amber Heard attacked him in his office, then pretended he'd broken her nose. 
During the struggle, their heads connected, he said, but he never made contact with her face. She left the room and returned a few minutes later, clutching a tissue to her nose that had a red substance on it. Way to go, Johnny. You broke my nose, he recalled her saying. A few minutes later, he crept into her bathroom. I pulled the Kleenex out of the trash, and I inspected it pretty closely and realized it was nail polish. Nail varnish. Oh, no. Jeez. She's crazy, dude. In my humble opinion. (laughs) Jurors also heard Johnny Depp and Amber Heard arguing after an altercation. I think we have... Oh, uh, yeah. Do we yeah. have the video, video. of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't punch you, by the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. You're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. Either. You know, even a lot of fights been around a long time. I know. You didn't get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not <laughs> Deck you. I was hitting you. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How? What am I? I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. Yeah, you know. I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. That's the difference between me and you. You're a baby. You are such a baby. Go the up, Johnny. I did start a physical fight because yes, you did. So you did the right thing, the big thing. The, you know what? You're admirable. Mm. Just huh? Well, he kind of proved at least <sighs> some of what so he was saying admits, is she true. Hit him at least. Yeah, yeah, she she just admitted it. She didn't punch him. She just hit him. Oh, okay. There's a big difference there. Hmm. I mean, it goes on and on and on with example after example, including a broken vodka bottle that shard off uh, part of part his, of his finger. finger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he said he could see the bone in his finger. He also didn't have a prenup with her. That's kind of weird. Yeah. That is. That's not real uh, right? advisable, I would think. Uh, you know, when they're both so deep into their careers, <laughs> it's not like they were just starting out and they have equal assets. I mean, of course, he doesn't have any assets anymore. It seems like. I read a really lengthy article about how much he has squandered over the years, and it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's bought, I, I think, 14 different homes around the world simultaneously. He had them all at the same time, plus an island, uh, and, you know, just was a little bit reckless with he his got, money. He got money from making those masks, and then he bought that island, <laughs> and now he needs the mandate yeah. reinstated? Yeah, he does. I see. Yeah. Okay. Because he thought we were going to be in pandemic yeah. mode. Forever. Forever. Sure. For, for as long as this country exists now, there everybody was going to need masks all day, every day. Huh. Who knew that it would stop at some point? That's really weird. And who knew his career might stop at some point? So he just spent like crazy. Uh, 888-900-3393. In a minute or so, we're going to talk to uh, Gregory Wrightstone, who wrote the book uh, Inconvenient Facts and you know had that app that was taken mm-hmm. down and then finally got put up. And we'll talk to him about some of the global warming situations, um, find out why he's here. And we got Earth Day, of course, oh, that's tomorrow, why he's which here. is a super happy celebration. Celebrating Earth Day. Yeah, yeah, right. In the meantime, let me tell you about... Uh, Moinkbox. Moinkbox.com. This stuff is where you order absolutely delicious meat. 
60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company, owned by the Chinese, by the way, and their hogs are giving something called ractopamine, which is banned, but only in 160 countries, including China. Yet, you find it in your grocery aisle every day. But there is a better way. Moink. That's moo plus oink to make moink. This is the best tasting meat you'll ever have. It is absolutely delicious. I love it, and I know you will too. Keep America farm American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And listeners of this show will get a free filet mignon every, in every single order for a year. Nice. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only. Spelled moink, M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. So we welcome to the show... Uh, Gregory Wrightstone, author of Inconvenient Facts um, and part of the CO2 Coalition. Welcome. Good, what, to be, good to be back on with you, Pat. What uh, what brings you to town this time? Well, I, I believe it or not, I've been invited to speak tomorrow at the EarthX convention. It's the largest wow. Earth Day celebration on Earth. They're expecting more than 200,000 people uh, <laughs> at this celebration. 200,000 people. In person? Or yeah, yeah, going really? through this is over at the convention center here in da- Dallas. Wow! And they've got a pre-convention uh, seminar uh, on all things climate change related. And I'm on the energy situation. I'm <laughs> going to talk tomorrow about fossil, the future of fossil fuels in America, and specifically the vast natural gas accumulation we have, particularly in the eastern United States. It's incredible. Oh, you're not going to tell them that we're at peak oil? No, no. Okay. <laughs> huh? Weird. No, we've got, we've got reserves reserves of natural gas here that could uh, fuel the earth, Europe, oh, I know. Asia, I know, and have lots lots left out for for decades and decades yeah. uh, in the future. Where do you? St- I don't buy even into the fossil fuel situation. I think oil is a renewable goo that just forms in the earth because we've been at peak oil, according to them. You know, the other side of this, so many times over the last century or so. Uh, and every time they say we're hitting peak oil, we find some other vast reserve like uh, the Bakken Reserve. Yeah, well, well, I'm not buying into that pattern. You're not? No, not at all. So you still you do think yes. they're fossil fuels? Well, it's fossil fuels, but not fossils that people imagine dinosaurs and critters. Yeah. For the most part, it's I don't go too deep in the weeds for your viewers here, but it's the for the most part, it's al- algal blooms mm-hmm. in the ocean that accumulate they they bloom they die they fall to the ocean floor they bloom they die and this happens over thousands of millions of years and they build up and build up and build up and we see that the bakken uh the marcella shale in the east the utica eagleford shale here in texas all of those that oil's being gen- was generated by those black organic rich shales that then are buried deeply and heated it's converted to oil and then heated a little bit more and converted to natural gas and mm-hmm. so that's the process it's been pretty well confirmed uh, uh there there was that theory of deep abiogenic oil that went around uh, spread by the russians 30 years ago but that's that's been thoroughly debunked hmm. i because i i have seen and i i can't point to the uh exact article but i i've seen some interesting thoughts on it being 
some sort of renewable uh, source, but um, but apparently I'm even kookier than you are to the <laughs> well, left. No, <laughs> uh, I get that a lot. Uh, that's that's one that I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people believe that, but it, yeah. as a science, I mean, I I spent most of my career doing this and. So tell us about this new comic book, uh, lauding the benefits of CO two. Oh, it's uh, heads are exploding right now. This will be I bet the, this will be the first in a series of four books. Uh, the book, the first book we have is called uh, "Once Upon a Time: This True Story of the Miracle Molecule <laughs> Carbon Dioxide," touting the benefits of carbon dioxide. Uh, our second book, we've got the I've reviewed the first edition of it. Uh, Simon the Solar Powered Cat. And it's really imaginative, attractive. We've got a, a talented Brazilian artist that does these comic books anime style. So what we yeah. want to do is present the science uh, to school children without the woke I love that. stuff. That's or, awesome. And, and there's so much we, they can learn about photosynthesis. Have you uh, been successful getting this into schools? We're not. We just got it in front of the Houston, some Houston, mm. big players in the Houston school district that was favorably received. Okay. We're not blow, I don't want to blow this up yet. I want to wait until we get the four books out. Mm. And then with your help, mm-hmm. we've got, and we've got friends with Candace Owens, the people at the Daily Wire, big, big, big proponents of, of children's uh, non-woke books. Mm-hmm. We've already prepared four lesson plans. So we want to go out to the homeschool community as well. Um, oh, nice. I'm really excited about the potential uh, to reach out to the homeschool. I've heard I've had great response. Uh, people are excited about getting this information, and it's, it's just filling a niche uh, of science for that community. Yeah, that's great. And this is told in a way that uh, kids are going to appreciate. I mean, it it does look like an anime comic book. It's yeah. awesome. Looks really good. And we got a series of videos that are really cool. Uh, I play the voice of Mr. Fish, and of course, Mr. <laughs> Fish has a silver mustache, so uh, which <laughs> is right. pretty funny. And okay. It's, uh, uh, but again, it's it's done anime style as well. Uh, when you travel around the country and run into people. Uh, who are global warmists and they tell you things like we have nine years left uh, or we're going to be extinct as a civilization if we don't do something radical. How do you respond to that? I have yet to run into a person like that. I talk to a lot Mm -hmm. of people. I find that this notion of man-made catastrophic warming is a mile wide and an inch deep. People just have never heard this information that we talk about and present. The mm. science, they, they've been, any of the science facts and data that goes against that narrative is excluded. We're shut down. We're silenced. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll see an article that I'm quoted in the Daily Heritage's Daily Signal this morning. There was a poll released yesterday by the 4-H Club. 87% of their students said that they believed in this notion of man-made catastrophic oh yeah Mm -hmm. and and i i contend that's because they've that's all they've been taught that's all they've heard they've never heard that Mm -hmm. co2 is beneficial they've never heard that tornadoes essential for life yeah all they know they don't know that tornadoes and hurricanes are declining or the forest fires are 20 percent. no because they're told the exact opposite of that they're told that hurricanes and tornadoes are becoming more intense and they're more frequent and they won't hear anything else. Exactly. It's, when you tell them the truth, they don't believe it. Exactly. Well, hurricanes are good. They, they're, they're saying that named hurricanes are increasing, and they're correct. 
named hurricanes are increasing because they're naming them earlier. <laughs> so it's not that the hurricanes themselves are increasing, yeah. but they're naming more of them. Right. And so they, they twist the statistics like that and use it to, to promote this this climate of fear, if you will, to promote this agenda. Yeah, it's despicable. I've got a question for you, because you recently wrote about um, the natural gas reserves, uh, trillions mm-hmm. upon trillions of cubic yeah. feet available there, right? Um, this would, would it not bring jobs to the, what is historically the most economically depressed area of our country, Appalachia? It would, and it does. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's an incredible resource. And for example, the... National Environmental Policy Act was just, this is dangerous, two days ago, Biden administration's pushing that. Uh, mm. It was a, a, a liquefied natural gas facility in north central Pennsylvania was killed, $800 million facility because of the lawsuits, litigation, protests against it. And they were going to liquefy that gas and ship it to New Jersey to a new multi-billion dollar liquefied uh, LNG facility for export. It, it's also dead. Because of this litigation, and, and that's the problem with with developing the reserves in that area is how do we get it out? Uh, New York has banned any pipelines, so you can't take it north to New England where it's really needed. They're paying five, six, eight times what are we uh, doing? the the cost of what gas is in Pennsylvania. Um, it's it's a sad state of affairs. That's the big problem. We need to figure out how we can loosen up the pipeline regulations. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden just made it worse two days ago with this. It's called NEPA. Speaking of Joe Biden, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but we saw we had a story earlier this week where they opened up uh, what some parcels for drilling on federal lands, uh, very small amount uh, approved, and then of course now the, the the government's going to get a larger chunk of that. Is right. that going to help any? I'm, I'm hesitating because <laughs> what he put up for lease was 20% of what Trump had proposed. Right. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they've increased the royalty by, exactly. 50, by yeah. 50%. Mm-hmm. Well, I say there, there are fewer parcels to bid on, so fewer attractive things, and they're making it less economic. Right. Well, as a business, <laughs> what, what business? You don't go into yeah. business to lose money. You go into business. And, to, and then when the oil companies don't take them up on that great deal, mm-hmm. they blame the oil companies. Yeah, exactly. They demonize them. Yeah, the same people that called them up two weeks ago uh, and had them before Congress, a year ago had them in front of Congress saying, you, you have to stop producing oil. Tell us how you're going to decarbonize. Now this mm. year they're saying, why aren't you producing more oil? And one of the congressmen, Amazing. In, in one moment she says, you need to produce less oil. And then 30 <laughs> seconds later she said, you need to produce more gasoline. Well, how does that work? <laughs> Tell me how that works. I hope she was called on that. Well, what do you want to bet well, she doesn't did. know that... Right. Oil and gasoline are somewhat connected. Huh? Um, no. That's like telling an apple producer, <laughs> produce less apples, but you need to produce more applesauce. So, right. You know? Yeah. So how how um, long, because we're depleting our strategic petroleum reserve. Yeah, it, just a million barrels a day, though. That's terrible. all. And it's going to Europe. But how, do you know how, how long it's going to take to replenish that stock? Well, they could... It's just how much the, the problem is going to be when you replenish the it cost. is the cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump filled it up when oil was at what, $20, $25 a barrel? Yeah. So it was filled up at a very low cost. The big problem here is is the uh, oil that's not being produced in Alaska, the national, not the strategic petroleum reserve, the national petroleum reserve of Alaska was set aside specifically to develop this vast oil accumulation up there. He's, he's, he's canceled that. He canceled the National Wildlife 
uh, Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, and ANWR, uh, in there. Probably the largest undeveloped oil accumulation. And, and the, it compounds because the Prudhoe Bay pipeline is nearing its economic life. So there's barely enough oil flowing through that to keep it economic those other two fields were going to flow through that and it would extend the life of that pipeline yeah you mentioned anwar uh, i they they've done such a great job of propaganda with anwar they make it sound like it's pristine and beautiful and they're saving trees and lush uh life and and moose and and elk and all manner of life there and then you look at the area that is being talked about and it's it's a barren wasteland basically yeah there are mosquitoes the size of shetland ponies (laughs) you know it's that's about all and it it was Mm -hmm. that too that portion of it was designated for oil development Mm -hmm. and it was scheduled and again once that once that prudhoe bay pipeline is decommissioned once it's reached they will decommission it all the remaining oil up there will be stranded probably in perpetuity Jeez, unbelievable So these, this, this, this just a compounding of things. And yeah. again, this National Energy or Environmental Policy Act, NEPA, that was just promoted Tuesday, is it's it's going to affect all types of construction in the United States, not just energy, mm-hmm. uh, that will have to be go under this review. Uh, it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Any effect that yeah. might happen in the past or in the future that's related to a bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're going to build, if you're going to build a new bridge or add on to a bridge, well, that might um, means that more internal combustion engines pass across that bridge, and that's going to help. That's going to hurt climate change. It's going to hurt us all. How do people get a hold of your book? Uh, this once upon a time. Well, it's that that particular book is will it be, not available yet? It's not available yet. Okay, we're going to be doing that. I'm, I'm looking into. Um, I want to get I want to get the other books out and then blow yeah. it up. And I'm it's looking. Gonna be great. I'm going to look for uh, Pat for you and Keith to help us per- <laughs> mm-hmm. market this. Okay. I think it's just a tremendous. That's resource. a great idea. I'm so glad somebody's taking the ball and running with it and, and going to the kids because you can see. Yeah. Who Who else they is have having to hear both sides? Yeah, we see and who's had that. The you should see the people in this education committee that have put this together. These are PhDs in physics, chemistry, uh, engine energy experts. That's just great. Talent. These aren't just run-of-the-mill people. These are these are people that know what they're doing. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Gregory. Thank Gregory you. Wrightstone of the CO2Coalition.org. Is that where people get for yes, more CO2 information? CO2Coalition.org. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Uh, good luck. And this is this is going to be great when you get it all together and are ready to release it. Uh, meantime, we got overtime coming up. Well, it'll be posted at 11 Central Time, and we will see you back here to finish off the week together on Pat Gray Unleashed.